We like to thank. We like to thank the turtle people for the land we meet on today. Welcome back, folks, to the Couch Commentator, the Rugby League podcast where we dish you all the week's goss. I'm Jake Thomas, and I'm joined as always by my co host and couch connoisseur, Greg Geese. What up, Greg? What up, Jake? Couch <laughs> connoisseur. I do like that. Yes, I'm very good at couches now. <laughs> uh, if you haven't noticed, I'm giving you like a little extra intro each week now because you're just a man of many, many talents, many skills, and many stories. <laughs> I appreciate that. And that's that. why we do the pod, mate. <laughs> that's why we're here for episode 82. Once again, Moving the Goalposts is the name of the episode. Greg, why have we chosen this? Straight from game one, Trent Robinson. He thinks there might be a moving of the goalposts. I tend to agree. I think they've set a line in the sand and gone anything that looks like it's going to be point of contact to the head. If that player stays down and they get an opportunity to look at it, you'd likely see them 10 minutes and sometimes sent off depending on. Mm, interesting. It's a juicy subject. So we'll address that. It's hot goss. So of course we'll get into it. Another hot topic. We've got the genuine contenders of the rugby league have emerged or have already been emerged really for the several weeks now. Brisbane Broncos being one of them, beating the Cowboys. So some very happy Broncos chat coming your way very soon. Big and, win. Um, big win. Big win. Greg's Greg's keen. And Penrith Panthers just, you know showing storm what for so incredible stuff to talk about there absolutely ruthless Um, ruthless ruthless robots we'll get into that a couple of games played in perth this week yeah i don't mind the idea i do think that there is a market over there that would Mm. really like rugby league and there's certainly plenty of money over there for the third party dollars but i just don't like the travel, you know. It is a real <laughs> bust your ass flight to get over there. So, yeah. you know, it will have an impact. They really are going to have to be careful how they do the draws, you know. You won't have to fly, Greg. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll have to go over to Perth once. That might be a good excuse to get over there if they ever get a rugby league team off the ground. I'd like to go and see a quokka. That's for sure. Anyway, Greg wants to see football. I want to see clockers. <laughs> this is business as usual pretty much this week on the pod, uh, which so, of course, we'll we'll finish up the pod with our, um, you know, super coach, uh, which has been the start of the head-to-heads. So some juicy chat there and distractions. You hear what we've been up to. So make sure you stick around to the end of the show. But for now, all the hot goss moving the goalposts. <laughs> The mighty Broncos, the mighty Broncos, it's time for Broncos chat, da 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 da. It's time for Broncos chat. Woohoo! Greg, I love it when Broncos win. Woo! <laughs> I'm pretty stoked. Mate, <laughs> I really done I it really again. Am. I can't believe it. Honestly, when I heard Renault was out, I was like, oh, well, yeah. like that's um, that makes things a little bit harder and you know cows are going to be up for this so i did think that they probably yep. had the edge on us but i 
also thought that there was no reason we couldn't win. Where we have been so strong all year is through that forward pack. And if we could dominate through the forwards, then we could win the game because we give space for those beautiful backs we've got. And that's exactly what happened. Pat Carrigan, I thought, again, was enormous. Yes. This ball playing through the middle of the field, Jacob. Did you see some of it? I did indeed. It looked like some set plays there, and he delivered a try assist to... Ezra Man, and then got a try of his own, of course. So he's in and around the action. I mean, it's back-to-back tries for Pat Carrigan. He's never <laughs> scored any before. He's never been such an attacking weapon. And he's just adding <laughs> yeah. layers to his game now, arguably in mm. the best form of his career right now. And that's leading into yep. a really excellent final series. I think you said it before, Jake, I, I truly believe we're genuine contenders. Absolutely. We sure are. We're up there. It's it's on not just belief, which we've got, but it's also in points. So it's great to see. Plenty of other teams nipping at the heels, but let's forget about them for now. Let's focus on the Broncos. Our opponent, though, was the Cowboys. We were up in Townsville. And, um, yeah, like you said, you thought that they might have the edge, but we did start with an, with a nice little try, but it became a bit of an arm wrestle and didn't really open up until the second half. Yeah, we dominated parts of it. Certainly they had their chances, but for the most part, we were the better side and really stayed on top of them. The defense again was excellent. You know, the intensity mm. in which they attacked their defense is just so good. Yeah. Payne Haas again was huge. I, Really think we're going to miss Herbie Farmworth. You know, he was so strong there again the other night, but so was Katoni Staggs. And we have seen how much depth we've got in that position. Demonstrates a good side, you know, and that's what we've done here. No Adam Reynolds still went away and got the victory. Mm. And that's so crucial at this part of the year to, to get those kind of wins when you're not expected to. No, it's a good point. And I was actually thinking the same thing, like, one of the best the best try was for for me the Ezra Man one where it was a lot of a lot of players doing their part and Jock Madden was part of the play as well that got the ball out to Pat Carrigan to do the line break and then the, and then try assist so it's really great to see him be part of a big play and one of the biggest plays of the game because you know it meant that he slotted into the system that was already there it didn't you know have to be some brilliance from Reese Walsh that won the game but it's a, and, and Cobo, but it was great that they were able to ice it in that way. So, yeah, great to see Jock Madden slot in there. I can't wait for Renault to be back, though. He's coming back next week, isn't he? Yeah, I'd say so. I think that they'll probably – look, if, if they need to squeeze another week out of him, they can because then they have the buy. So it might be a good time to give him that extra rest. I think it really will depend on how he's feeling. There's no reason to risk him. Mm. Sure, sure. We play the Eels next round. Oh, so, big game. They just got good. over the line today, so it really still puts them in the hunt at the very least. So it's, they're going to be desperate, and we need to be up for it. So I really would like mm. Renault to be there. Yeah, yeah. Mate, uh, at the end of the Broncos game, you called me. You were elated. <laughs> Cobo pinching that try right at the death. Got my anytime <laughs> try score and multi over the line. Uh, Reese Walsh to score, Ezra Mim to score, which obviously both happened. But yeah, into Cobo to yeah. score. Bang, 
jags it in the final couple of minutes for a, uh, 150 bucks. It was very nice. That's but it good. set up so many bets for the rest of the games of on that day. And God, it fell down on the last leg. You know, Latrell Mitchell to score for like 500. Dominic Young to score for 500. Both of them to score for like 1,000. It was such a shame. Could have been mm. amazing. Gamble responsibly. That's it. Well, you've already lost. You lost. No, what? Well, that's actually winning. the new. Oh, I won 150 well, bucks. So I end up winning. Well, maybe the new slogan is, I don't know, win some, you lose some. You win some, you lose some. Well, they already did that. <laughs> exactly they already did that. You win anyway, some, you lose more. Whatever. That's what they do. We're, yeah. s- we're still talking can't bl- about that. We can't believe it. Uh, <laughs> players still not talking to us and we don't know why Reese Welsh was touching the heavens. No, nah, uh, we do. For his, his uncle. For celebration, we do. He lost we do. his Sorry. uncle through No, he lost his uncle through the week, so. Uh, I think you'd find out for me, thank that you. goes out to your Walshy. That sucks. Yeah, that's no good. Uh but that's pretty special to be able to have that moment uh on on you know center stage and have what that tribute player. to him. So, pretty what special. What a player, yeah. you know, to do that to, to under to that sort of day. duress. Uh, obviously emotionally very, very taxing to lose family members. So for him to come out and put that performance on every time he gets the ball, he looks like, you know, when you're playing Mario and you hold down B, he looks like mm, he's holding mm. down B all the time and yep. so he's much faster than other people skips on the outside and just gives his outside back so much space and time. Uh, God, he's a weapon. He is only getting yeah. better too. If he pulls out a 10 on the biggest day, like if you're going to put down any money mm. this year, put it on Reese Walsh, Clive Churchill medalist. Anyone yep. that can get the best player on GF day, it will be him. And I reckon we can, we can get there, Jake. We might be going to another grand final. We might be going to another grand final. Who says oh, I'm getting shit, ahead of myself? That would be so good. Yeah, nobody. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that sounds good. Uh, I, I, that'd be cool if I could be there. You never know. Hey, the the team that probably, you know, <laughs> is is the biggest competitor is the Panthers, right? And yeah. they've got a man called Jerome Luay in their team. And Reese Walsh has got a bit of a uh history with him. A um history, history. They've got history. Mm. All right. They've got a, quite the rivalry. So, you know, maybe something like that in a grand final game or or a semi-final game is the kind of thing that Brisbane need to be able to tilt Panthers over the edge and and defeat them. So, well, I yeah, think I think Billy Slater, the team to get the job done for for what for that reason. I don't like, you know, we saw the storm go down to them, and it's, it was such a, a big shock to see such a big scoreline. But um, Billy Slater nailed it. So, he he was speaking mm-hmm. to um the Channel Nine Forty show this morning, and he said, "Look, you won't beat Penrith playing the Penrith way, but there's other ways yeah, right. to play." So he said, you've just got to come up with a different game plan to beat Penrith. Mm. And mm. he's just the most astute mind in the game. And it's a perfect way to look at yep. it. Like, don't play their way. You won't win playing that way. You just got to find a different way to mm. play. And I think that we have that game style. You know, it's there's a lot of X factor in what we do, but we can dominate through the forwards as well. They're... Mm. 
is the platform to win a grand final with that defense as well. So I think that styles make fights. That could be an incredible fight, Penrith versus Brisbane. Um, If we do see that as the grand final, you would say that is fair. Those two teams have been the best teams all year. Um, Let's make it happen. It would be fair. Yeah, I agree. I I would kind of feel cheated if we weren't there at the end and it'd be pretty... Uh, it'd be pretty surprising if it wasn't Panthers that we're reversing. So, oh, look, uh, Penrith, yeah. Penrith are in the grand final. You just got to hope you don't have to play them in a sudden death along the way. Otherwise, you have your grand final that day, exactly. Uh, but if we can stay the the one and two positions, then you, you don't meet until mm. grand final day if things going to plan. So, that's that's what you're gonna hope for. Well, let's make it happen, everybody. Uh, we've got uh, what do we say the eels next week, so that will be quite juicy. One week we'll at get, a time. We'll get it. Yeah, one week at a time. Job's not done. Uh, well, the but was a buy after that, so we can at least probably think about that. Okay, yeah. yeah, job's not done. <laughs> All right. Well, let's um, Broncos chat finishes there, but it does usually uh, warning. You know, it does usually spill into the next segment. <laughs> but let's talk about round twenty three. Oh, mate, listeners, so, so much you miss out on in between uh, these little segments. <laughs> but <laughs> round 23, it's been it's been quite a round. We, we knew there were some big games coming up, so there's going to be a fair bit to talk about here. But biggest stories have been the send-offs, the two send-offs, the whole reason why the episode's called Moving the Goalposts, you know, do we want to see consistency like uh, like Robbo or do we care, Greg? Yeah, we care. We care to an extent. I really do wish that they hadn't have just pulled this shit four weeks out before finals mm. or five weeks out before finals yeah. because yeah. it's going to cost some teams. Uh, it's certainly going to have its impact. You've already seen it happen. You know, um, Titans lost and you could say if Titans won Mo is sure, on right? that side, yeah, they, they probably do win that game. Um, yeah, they were without him for three quarters of the game. Yeah, uh, they did. Warriors did have somebody get sent off as well. Um, so did even even it up for a bit. Uh, was it Martiniakora? So it was even a little bit, but for most of that game, Titans were down a player, so to only lose by ten points, they did pretty well, but. Warriors have been so good, right? Like Sean Johnson, the man's on fire. Yeah, he is. He's got spiders on him genuinely. Nobody wants to touch him. I I think he's in the form of his career. There's no reason that he can't take them to a grand final. They have the forward pack to do it. They've got the X factor out wide. They are set up. There is... Some real contenders out there, Jake. There are some genuine contenders. So, and they're absolutely mm, one of absolutely. them. They've shown that they can win away from home, and that's always been uh, an important thing to successful Warriors side. So, no reason mm. that it can't be a race in three, albeit people are saying a race in two. That's right. Yeah, Warriors definitely massive contenders. CNK got knocked out by that Mo Fotowaka high tackle that we're. Yeah, exactly. And and that's what that's what we're saying, right? Like I, I mm. guess there really does need to be something done because if you do lose a player like that, you know, there's 
and the other player stays on the field. How is that fair? My reasoning, though, would be that we should have a 10-minute sim bin, and if that player doesn't come back, your player doesn't come back either, but they can mm. be replaced. So you may be down a player, but that you still get back to 13 on the field. I just think that is such a punishment, you know, yep. to yep. lose someone for essentially what happened with Mo was just a tackle gone wrong. There wasn't an intent mm. to go out and maim someone. And that's what I feel should be a send off is intent to go yep. out and absolutely destroy someone. And there's a difference between destroying someone legally and um, just missing and then going out with swinging arms and, you know, elbows and things like that. And I don't think that's what that was. No, I don't, I agree. I don't think he had any intention, but obviously there was a decent injury to uh, CNK as a result. It's so different to the Nathan Brown incident where I, I really did see like Nathan Brown. I, I do kind of see him as, probably a bit more of a careless tackle incident yeah which Again, means the blame is on been him 10 minutes. and he did launch himself into the air he did but uh maybe didn't make as big a contact with the head Possibly. and didn't really create um create any major injury as a result although as we know as we know over time, these injuries affect somebody, and that's right. Why don't we just throw it in here. We had our the legendary Wally Lewis, you know. That's right. And saying, "Hey, my, you know, my condition's getting worse," and and um, you know, you have a look at his brain scan, re-diagnosed, and it's you know, it's even even worse. So to yeah. see his brain scan, it is frightening to see how much the brain had just rattled about and been you know mm-hmm. sort of chunked out. Uh, you can obviously see that that's going to have an impact. Uh, you do feel for him. Is this related? Is this <laughs> is is that news related to these send offs? I think they are two separate Probably a things. Bit of a stretch, <laughs> but I think that there has definitely been a moving of the needle. You know, I mm. I feel as though the NRL's gone. Well, we keep saying that the head is sac- sacrosanct, but we aren't doing yeah. anything about it and sitting people down. Uh, it it yeah. has been time to start doing that. So then maybe people are going to start to lower their target. But again, I just feel as though that the send-off should be the last resort. Uh, if moving the goalpost has gone to the red card, it is going to destroy the final series because you're going to have a mistake cost a team a final. And that sucks. That's just not the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, it's a good point. Like doesn't, really matter when it's someone that's not in your team, but when it's a game that you really need to win uh, it, it w- and it would cost you a game, it would cost your team, it'd be devastating. And if it was a final Shattering. game, yeah, devastating. I know if it was a Broncos final game, Greg, and oh, that's right. one of our, one of gotta, our players accidentally right. did something, gotta put you don't only want position. it to be 10 minutes. You wouldn't want it to be uh-huh. the send off. You right. just want it to be, okay, penalty, the other team gets their comeuppance for for the ten minutes, and then it's back to back to football. So, but even let's the face it, I mean, well, even ten minutes in in the bin is is, is huge in, in some game. in some games, exactly. In some games, some but games, yeah. you know, someone like Tom Flegler, geez, they just they hunt him. So uh, <laughs> if he just misses Jeez. and he's then gone for the game, that can really impact uh, how the result turns out. So I just I don't think that. We want to see that as fans, as 
real true supporters, I understand that the head is sacrosanct and we need to protect it. Um, and I think we can do that without going crazy. So you reckon Charles de Cook Stad's got the week off next week? I'd suggest so. That looked like a really a really serious one. Mm-hmm. Maybe um DWZ goes into the back. He could, absolutely. Back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, you know, it's a great player to well, not the best player to be losing at this time of the year, but I'm sure DWZ can do the job for the next two weeks for them if if that's how long. CNK is out for all these uh, all these three-letter names. Love them. I love them so much, especially those two. They're the best. <laughs> They're the best. Some other surprising results. We've, um, I think this is a big one, the Sharks managing to beat surprise, surprise winners against the Rabbitohs. Huge who, um, game. Rabbitohs didn't really turn up, would you say? Oh, absolutely this is, this not. This one of the Perth games as well over in yeah. Perth. Yeah. Will the real trail Mitt please stand up? You know, I really mm. wanted him to be on fire for that game. And oh, league... and he had the criticism during the week, didn't he? And he generally fires from that, you know. So yeah, I was really yeah. shocked not to see the best of trail and sad um, because that game was made for him, a build up and to showcase his talents, you know, over there in mm. Perth. I thought he was just going to light it up. Um I didn't think he was poor or anything. I just didn't think he was at his best. And I, generally those kind of performances are inspired by him. So, yeah, I was just a bit shocked that we didn't see the best of him. And that's why we didn't make it the spotlight game, I reckon, Jake, because it was a Same flat man. rabbit, even though the Sharks were very, very good. Yeah, we, we could have easily come out and talk, broken him out broken down this game and spoke about this, but uh, no, sorry. And Latrell Mitchell, yeah, just it's hard to think that Gus Gould even came out and gave those types of criticism. Like it's they just really ridiculous. Warranted. Absolutely and not. He's, he is he's a an big insane man. stage player. And I mean, maybe that was a big game that he didn't turn up during. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that happens. That's what he was so, saying, won't he? Yeah. Uh, back. Oh, I guess, yeah. He was, yeah, he will. He'll absolutely be rolling in his shit um, this week. He's going to be loving life. And the Bulldogs were on a bye this week, so he's like, yeah, I've got the two points. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just quickly, um, Eels just scraped through against the Dragons today and um, just really yeah, a close win. So, I um, mean, at least they got the win and they're not too hungry for us next week. That's a good thing, right? It is a good thing, and I'm really – Really glad that I got over in Supercoach. Otherwise, I had the knives out for Mitchell Moses. I traded him in this week instead of SJ, and he only got like 30. Jerk. Oh, what an idiot. Oh, Dylan Brown's back on the side, isn't he? Yeah, but it's not like he stole that many tries. It's just that the game sort of um, – ah, the Paramount didn't, didn't play with the intensity. Many points, yeah. Yeah, Paramount didn't play with the same intensity after absolutely destroying the, the start of the game. There were – 11 from 11 completion, 10 nil up, and for some reason didn't go on with it. So the Dragons weren't that good. Parramatta just went to sleep a little bit. Well, we're almost in the spotlight game. Really, really close. But first nights, five wins in a row, and they've stepped into the top eight, I think. Yes, they have. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome, Knights. 
And they deserve to be there. to be winning. Yep, mm. deserve to be there. That is a, a sneaky little smoky there. They've got Callum Ponga at the peak of his powers. He is one of the dominant players of the NRL right now. And they've got Jackson Hastings doing what he needs to do, guiding that side around. There's no reason they can't be a top eight side. Well, they are. They just got to hold on. So stay let's see way. if they do. Yeah. yeah, will it will it stay <laughs> that way? That's right. I hope so because I'd like to keep on captaining Kalen Ponga. To Me too. Sweet, sweet super coach scores. But this isn't super coach chat. This is our spotlight game and it's Panthers v Storm. And the score was 26 to 6, Panthers. And we thought maybe Storm were on fire. We had young Tom Kopia. <laughs> Didn't say that right. Sorry, mate. Um, just absolutely. Thank you. You just said it like too fast and no one could even understand it. <laughs> he, he looked great, didn't he? Uh, just big runs, setting up setting up tries, well, setting up for his, himself, but he set yeah, up the big run for the try. It's young Tonomapaya. Um, young Tonomapaya. He you. went away and uh, did his Mormon service and did mm. his mission for two years and has come back and still mm, found a way to do back the mish, into the, in the Melbourne side. Okay. Very impressed that he managed to break his way back into it because two years is a long time in the NRL. Uh, that's great for a player to be able to get themselves back into those kind of physical condition to be able to compete at the highest level and at the storm nonetheless. But the real story is mm, just yes, the ruthless the robots. That is the Penrith Panthers. Oh, it's impossible absolutely. not to admire. Bleep, 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 bleep. We win every week. Bleep, 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 uh, plug in, play. <laughs> I reckon when things weren't really working for them initially, they just they went back to their system, which is, you know, using those incredible forwards that they've got moving through the middle nice and quick. And as soon as they get one try, it just seems so much easier that the next try and the next try and the next try come. They get so much confidence and energy from each other. So once the points start flowing, they don't really really turn off. And I guess maybe at the end they just pulled up a bit, whatever. They won convincingly. They won convincingly. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Yeah. They're like, bloop, bloop, 20 Storm points ahead. Mission accomplished. Ball. Power down. <laughs> <laughs> they managed to hold on to it Stentry a mode. little bit longer. You know, the, early they just yeah. made so many mistakes. You know, you just can't do that against a team like Penrith. Craig Bellamy said it. Uh, and Nathan Cleary just looks like he's in a, a game of his own. There's no one that can mm. touch him. He's playing in slow motion. He is just putting the ball exactly where he wants it. It's it's incredible to watch, particularly considering that layoff he's had. So close it was to the finals. Everyone was thinking it might take a while to get back into it. He's just, again, plug and play and away we go. And the juggernaut rolls on. Well, yeah, it does indeed. We didn't figure out how to beat them, but um, we did see how not to storm. Not really close, but um, oh, they didn't give themselves a they chance. They tried, really yeah, horrible. Didn't really, yeah, didn't really try to play their best game against them. Surely, nah. bloody bring that against us for some stupid reason. Uh, Ryan Hinch, Ryan Hinchcliffe uh, got sent off. <laughs> Another send off. <laughs> Three send offs in a row. The ref. The ref's like, I'm not having it. I mean, what was he having? He, talking he to swore the players at him. Because I'm pretty he sure. Oh, he him. swore 
boring. Yeah, yeah, all yeah, right. Yeah. I'm not right, having it. Right. I'm not having it. You're I'm like, off. what? Yeah. Well, fair enough. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Get him off then. Yep. Refs are bossy though, right? Like, oh, mate, just talk to me like I'm a human, you know? Don't talk to me like I'm a frigging little child. Yeah. Have an opportunity and you're going to give it to them. And he took his moment. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. We, well, we digress. Penrith, well, too good. Well done. Yeah, well done, Penrith. <laughs> uh, still on top of the ladder. We're just below you. Hello. How you going? Hello. And, uh, yeah, it feels good to be on top with um, such a such a good team. Okay, before the look ahead of round 24 is looked at its head, we just had the last game of the round, Raiders-Tigers. It just finished just as we're waiting to rejoin this lovely podcast. Greg, 22-18 to the Raiders. Tigers really almost over- overcame. Yeah, it was pretty good. You have to say that the Tigers are just going to continue to throw out these spirited performances, and sadly, they're just not scraping over the line. Uh, I, You don't want to play them because they are throwing a few shots. It's frustrating sometimes to watch their attack as it just throws the ball side to side. But when they start throwing caution to the wind and throwing in little um, grubbers and uh, the hooker and the 5-8 working together and the halves finally working together. You rarely mm. see those halves pass to each other. Um, you know, good to see Luke Brooks back. He basically looked like he shot out of a gun to score the try that he scored. Um, yeah, it was mm. yeah, thrilling good. ending, but overall not that exciting a game. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, <laughs> doesn't really influence too much. I guess Raiders do get the two points, though. Yeah, for them. propel themselves. Um, for them on their oof, negative points really... differential. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's helping them, isn't it? They didn't really move from their spot because Sharks had the win as well, but they're, they're on 28 points, so better than most teams. Now, that's it. Round 23 done. Let's get into the segment that this actually is. Look ahead to round 24. There's only four weeks left of regular football. Get Crazy. that in your head, first of all, Can't. before we talk about this. Sea Eagles Panthers is the first game of next week on Thursday. Oh, mate. Set well, this, this week. Penrith this week. to win out the rest of the season. There's no one that's better than them. Except for us. Yes. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> almost, almost forgot to say that, didn't you? Yeah, a lot of that we were discussing uh, offline, a lot of the um, – top sides are actually versing some winnable, beatable opponents. So they're only going to firm themselves further and stronger in the top. Next game though, is Sharks v Titans. I guess this is kind of one of those games. Definitely one of those games. You'd have to go the Sharks, I think, based on this week's performance. There's yeah, sure. a lot to like about what the Titans are doing, but I think the Sharks probably just get them. Battle yeah, of the Water. Battle of the Water, good point. After that, Friday night footy, primetime spot, of course, goes Broncos. to Broncos <laughs> and versus the Eels. Eels yeah. get to play footy as well. That's at the Gabba, another game at the Gabba. Yep. I think Which Paramount are bring a great game pretty, and I think we win by eight. I think it's going to be a real ripper Friday night block, blockbuster, I reckon. Yeah, Broncos Parramatta games are generally pretty interesting. It, just the quality of football is 
is um, pretty high class. So I don't expect anything less. It should be a cracker. Then on to Saturday. Uh, this one's up at Cairns. Rabbitohs Dragons. Oh, Rabbits Man, need Rabbitohs to be been better than the Dragons. Holy moly. All over. Yeah, Rabbits love selling off their games, Jake. They love selling off their home games and just cash in. And look, um, fair enough too. They are privately owned. So that's the best way as a club to make money, you know, is to sell away your home games and they have a loyal home base. So yeah, you'd have to hope the bunnies are way better than the dragons. So bunnies by you think so. 26. Well, that should help. Yeah. Help them out a bit. The back end of the season, winning a game would be nice for them. Yeah. Well, West Tigers warriors, the mighty warriors, the mighty warriors. warriors. I know I gave them our mighty. I should have done that. You but, dare. Uh... No, look, I think the warriors would be too good, but again, yeah, I think we'll see a spirited performance from the tigers. They've, they've been playing really hard. Um, the shown heart when they've been at home. So yeah, I think it'd be a good game, but I'm thinking the Warriors. That one's in Hamilton. I almost stadium. Uh-huh. Wakaito. Wakaito. Is that there over in New Zealand? Yeah, absolutely. It is. Well, New Zealand get a bit of an extra home game there. There you go. Cheeky buggers. <laughs> Very cheeky. Roosters Dolphins. Cool. I will I reckon, back yeah. the Dolphins, I reckon. I think they've been in and around the mark. So I think they can get over the line. I don't think the Roosters are that good. Uh, the Roosters got over the line against a really clunky Manly this week. So, yeah, I'm going to go the Dolphs. Yeah, I like that. I think Dolphins have got a win in them and they just, just didn't get it this week. So they'll be super hungry. Uh, I think they'll be passionate to show Wayne Bennett you know what kind of side they are. Actually, Wayne in the post match. Yeah, I opinion. saw it. Yeah, yeah and I then they said, it. "Well, why won't you give it?" I'm just asking you, and he's like, "Well, it's my opinion. I want to keep it private." Okay, <laughs> it's crazy. And look, it's- my argument is that sells just as good, if not better, than any coach who's just sitting any in other there response giving some yeah. sort of garbage, stereotypical. <laughs> oh, we did it for hundred and ten percent of the time, and so you know, true. Did it for the boys, mate. That's got some airtime. You know, an impartial be sitting back loving it. My my mm. parents hated it. <laughs> they don't like <laughs> it, but I liked it. I think it gives more to the game having characters like this, and I don't care either way. Put them at either end of the spectrum. It's good for the game. People talking about us. Well, I saw that on Instagram. So, and it was like go. a 10 second clip. So, there you go, mate. It's, you know, rugby league gets the buzz, mate. Creating gets memes. The buzz. Yeah. It does. Storm Raiders on Sunday. Could Sunday be a games. real banana peel for the oh, yeah, Storm yeah. because they do have, teams. yeah, you know, styles make fights. The way that the Raiders play the Storm is very mm-hmm. aggressive and, you know, Ricky will have them up for the game. Ricky and Craig Bellamy are like best of frenemies. So I think that's right. That's it is right. going to be a good game. And I think Storm by eight. Very good. Knights Bulldogs is the last game of the round. Knights easy, even after Knights the week off. Easy. Knights by sixteen, even, even after Bulldogs having the week off. Yep. Yeah, Knights going so well as we've said. 
And yeah, could this be six in a row for them? Wouldn't that be great? Cowboys, after the loss to us, uh, have the week off next week. So lick the wounds, get the two points. They might find themselves back in the eight by the end of next week. You never know. Super coach Sean Johnson. Oh, that hurts. Yeah, doesn't it? 146. For Sean Johnson, and yeah, if That's you were the, if you were nitty. trading him out, uh, trading him in for you know a Nico Hines or something, then it would have paid off. Nico Hines did actually get Nico Hines still six. scored well. Yeah, I I still was trading well. him in uh, for a Jerome Hughes who was out for the week, so sure, I, I didn't want that money sitting on the sense. sidelines. I really needed to get someone in there. Um, yeah. Sure. I traded Nathan Cleary in for Nico Hines. And again, not sad about that because he played a real quality opponent in the storm and still got 96. So, you know, when he comes up against some of your lesser lights, he's just going to light it up. I, um, <laughs> looks true. like I did get over the line in the money league one that I'm playing. I'm in oh, front good. by 45 and all thanks to Bryce Cartwright. Bryce Cartwright. Unbelievable. You, 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 you've cut off my list, my list reading. I can't believe you've done this to me. It's <laughs> coordinated attack against me in Supercoach Chat. <laughs> uh, but yes, yes, you winning your head-to-head is very, very important. And it, of course, it was the first week of head-to-head uh, matches. So we're going to chat about that. But yeah, Bryce Cartwright got the 116. So he is in the 100 club. But just back to the top, uh, Ravalawa with 133 with those four tries that we didn't even mention. Kalen <laughs> uh, Ponga uh, is, has become a million-dollar man in Supercoach at 125. Paddy Carrigan features again at 125. Twins. Jermaine Asako. Now, Greg, I didn't play him this week. He's Jermaine, one man. Yeah. Oh, I'm devastated. Him, loved Why it. Why didn't I play him? Uh, well, an idiot. I had other... <laughs> I had other options. I had like absolutely. CMK, it gets that uh, way, who mate. Scored me. Well, Charles oh. Nickelcloudstat is in there for me. I played him. He scored fifteen points. So oh. you know, you, you switch and one of those players in out. for the other, and your score goes up by a hundred points. So, oh, ouch, ouch. This is super coach Bryce Cartwright. Right. Just under the. <laughs> I'm moving on because I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I'll be playing him next week. You better fucking believe it. <laughs> Bryce Cartwright, 116, as you mentioned. Yes. He's just been your guy. He is the guy. He's the talisman (laughs) of my side. I almost didn't play him this week. I was considering benching him uh, or, you know, just not having him at all on my side. And you convinced me to hold him because you were like, (laughs) mate, he's your guy. And you're not wrong. He is is my guy. (laughs) He is never leaving. At least I threw good at least i threw some good advice your way for once <laughs> he's actually risen by four hundred thousand k like oh man he's been amazing he's been amazing could have had him for pennies and i've never even looked at him so well done yeah. well done hats off thank sir. you thank you thank you brian toto 103 billy smith 100 thanks billy smith for never scoring that when i had you <laughs> uh now not bitter at all that's your hundreds there's your list that i know you love <laughs> But it was head to head week. Wasn't oh, it? Ripper, Ripper. There were some good matchups. How'd you go? 
I'm mostly one. I, I've had a couple of slip ups, but the the ones that, uh, well, look, the biggest slip up and the one that I'm really upset about is the Couchies League. Craig, oh, Craig no. has got me. So yeah, Big that's that is bitter pill to swallow. But um, the money yeah, leaks are the yeah. only one I'm actually playing from for cash. Mm-hmm. I am a um, one. So yes. Five wins yes. to make the finals uh, in a row, and then I've I've won my first week of the finals. Oh, great! Didn't you? Didn't you next. know? Fingers crossed. Anyway. Like, Better not update over. Got... <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, mate, didn't you know the Couches League uh, had prize money too? Craig's going to be coming to your door um, very shortly to collect his prize money. <laughs> <laughs> just for your game. Just yeah, you guys had the. Yeah, just you guys. Yeah, no one else. Yeah. <laughs> uh that's cool my i did win my couches one so um thank you to who uh <laughs> who went down to me appreciate that i was able to stay in it uh james so james lost sorry mate um well actually you never know we've it was only by a very close margin recounts could see this being completely wrong because it's a totally. very close game yeah these these uh, recounts but, um, better yeah, not screw hopefully me hopefully i stay in I feel as though I've done enough to get over the line though. Yeah. Good. I have bowed out of another couple of leagues and, but a couple I've lost, but I was in the top four. So I get a second chance. So a couple of second chances, a couple of straight throughs um, and a couple of just next rounds. So pretty even spread. What'd you finish and, on? Uh, what was your point score? Oh, uh, 12, 34, one, two, three, four. All right, I got thirteen forty three. Everyone's passcode. Everyone over the age of sixty is passcode. <laughs> <laughs> no mine. Um, Sorry, what did you get? Thirteen forty three. So happy. Uh, yeah, like so, you know. Yeah. I think yeah. you know. So 1,300, you're average. Fourteen hundred, well. you're good. Um, fifteen hundred and over, you've done really well this week. But there was plenty yeah. of hundreds out there for some good players. Very true. Yeah, the you know the CNK hurt me a lot, and then you know not playing Masako. Those things they all hurt you, don't they? They all add up pretty quick. Uh, I think I'm sitting. What am I? Season rank is between. It's like five thousand seven hundred. So not great, but nice to be in the top ten k. I'd really love to be in the top one thousand, but I don't see that happening. Uh, it, it could. I just haven't bothered to look if it's possible. (laughs) Anyway, week to week, we try and we survive. And uh, yeah, I hope everybody um, had a good first week of head-to-head for Supercoach. And I hope you've got a game to play next week. Good luck with it. Distractions, distractions, but commitments. This is where we talk about distractions, the things that occupy us throughout the week that isn't football related. This is the non football related segment. <laughs> Greg, do you want to start first? I think you've got something to, (laughs) I've pushed you into talking Uh, about a particular topic. Yeah, look, I'll talk about It did occupy your life for, yeah, yeah. I don't know what my life looks like actually um, post-ashes yet. I um, pretty much left, uh, lived last week in a bit of a haze after what was a 
horrible, horrible draw. <laughs> we retain yeah. the ashes. We don't get to take them home uh, because the ashes urn always remains in England for no other reason other than they don't trust us because we're convicts, apparently. I yep. don't get that. But yeah, we retain them. We've held them now for eight years, maybe maybe a little, little bit longer, 10 years, not sure. Uh, but the really sad part about it was just being 2-0 up and not winning. You know, there was many opportunities for us to win. Um, certainly they had a big opportunity themselves to win. If mm. it wasn't for all that rain and the fourth test getting washed out for basically, they only got to play three days. Uh, we got really lucky there, yep. but yep. we also got incredibly unlucky in that fifth and final test. There was no reason we couldn't have won it. We were flying with uh, only a hundred runs left to get on the final mm. day and seven wickets in hand, two set batsmen and one of them being the best batsman ever in Steve Smith. But yep. unfortunately um, they just didn't get over the line. There was a contributing factor, I think, and it was huge, the um, changing of the ball in the, the 37th yeah. or 39th over a ball was yep. damaged. Aside from the fact that the English cricketers may have asked our boys to change that ball around a dozen so fucking times. You know, mm -hmm. it's just so frustrating the amount of times they're like, I'm going to change this ball. Anyway, they get a change. Yeah. And the ball's gone from a roughed up, deliberately roughed up, I might add, because of the fact that they wanted the ball to reverse swing. So they were trying to get the other side scuffed up. And then they get this bloody pristine, what looked like new ball uh, right mm -hmm. around the 37 over mark. And Aussie yep. said it was the hardest ball he'd felt all series. So uh, I think that had a contributing factor. We lost three quick wickets there, and then we really did mm -hmm. fall away. Sadly, they brought out the trick ball game. on us, Craig. Oh, just garbage. And now there's going to be an investigation into it. There's going to be a Jeff TV investigation into it. But who gives oh, a fuck? You know, it's not going to mean shit. They're going to come you know out what it was, and Craig? say, you know what? Yep, that was wrong. <laughs> yeah. uh, unfortunately, it probably did have a contributing factor mm -hmm. to the result. Well, yeah, you know what? doesn't matter. History books say that we drew that series and we should have won. We were robbed. And you know what annoys me the most, Jake? Mm. What annoys me the most is <laughs> these up? pale pommy fucks. We have the exact same result as them. <laughs> it's it's a draw. Yeah. We are absolutely devastated. And for some mm. reason, they're ecstatic. They're elated. They don't even have they won, the ashes. Greg, they won the moral reason, ashes. Won. <laughs> it's they won the moral ashes. They don't exist, though, do they? Oh, just, mate, just apparently... Apparently they won not, all five real. of those games. They won every yeah. session. Uh, they, they won, won. The, the series they won against Ireland. Yeah, yeah that counts against us. Um, every yeah, game that's, they've played yeah, that's in the ashes. last that's 12 ashes. games, yeah, they've they've beaten us. But I just can't stand them. I detest them. <laughs> I I hate everything about, about you, England. I'm coming for you. <laughs> I cannot wait for the next ashes here. I'm going to come up with some some witty stuff i'm gonna put it on shirts i'm gonna sing you're gonna go are you i'm gonna go i'm gonna i'm gonna heckle i'm gonna hassle i'm gonna get kicked out i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna be the most hated come, man there you want to come down and go to a mcg game yeah probably down I'm here gonna, with me I'm gonna, I'm gonna hunt them i'm gonna go everywhere you should do that oh have you been it hurts it hurts look uh anyway. can i just move on i i want to tell you the rest I believe of my so. distractions I had a 
awesome time at the Barbie movie as a family on Saturday. Oh, very good. Yeah, it was wicked. Really good movie. Uh, a great cool. social commentary on the role of women in the world and certainly a bit of a um, role in women over the world across history and the Barbie as well and the, its contributing factor to women. It's an interesting take and it can be a kids movie as well we we took Mackenzie. there are a couple of jokes that go over her head um there's a Mm. big swear at the end of it that um gets beeped out and they put big mattel over her mouth yeah so motherfucker um oh motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) it was it was a really good flick i i I did enjoy it margot robbie is just absolutely gorgeous and I love how she's repping Australia. I love that she Mm. is the example of what Australia is on the Hollywood scene at the moment. You know, I feel as though she's a great um, character. She seems Mm. like an awesome person and is just absolutely drop-dead gorgeous. So go, Margot Robbie. That's a sick movie. Go out and see it. We are also watching Guardians of the Galaxy at the moment. Um. Right in the middle of it, though, I don't really want to talk about it. I'm quite literally guess halfway. What? You're gonna have to talk about it because I watched it in full. <laughs> I'm just and it's gonna part take of my, my headphones off, and I'm not gonna <laughs> listen to you. Uh, <laughs> we also went out today and went shopping for a new couch, and jagged one finally. Ah, yes. Finally managed to get uh, the couch that we wanted. The couch commentator becomes the couch (laughs) connoisseur. (laughs) We went looking through a lot of couches, but we have always liked Nick's collector. He doesn't get rid of any of the old couches, by the way. He keeps them all. The last couch we got was Nick Scarly. It lasted for 10 years, so there's no reason why not (laughs) to go back to the same place and get another couch and um on the way home we went and played video games and can i just point out that i'm possibly the most <laughs> dominant skill tested person on the planet <laughs> i walked away with another awesome haul yeah. today yeah. landed the claw in the middle of a hooded toy and it was a really big hooded toy to the point that mm. the, when the claw came up, it was that well jagged, it wouldn't let it go. <laughs> so I had to go to the attendant and say, hey, um, I've got a toy, but it's stuck in the claw. Can you please yeah. come get it down for me? And she did. And then she let Mackenzie choose whatever toy she wanted that was in there. She said, oh, oh look, you've won this, but is there a particular one that you would prefer? And Mackenzie actually did want another one. But I said, no, we can't get that one, babe. I'm going to go for this one. And I got that one, and she got the one she wanted anyway. (laughs) It was amazing. Also one one of the uh, lolly jackpots. they just open her up, open the machine up and just... Chuck yeah. Penny in and go, all right, you go oh, jump mate. in and get which one you want. <laughs> that would have been an absolute heaven. She just loves rolling yeah. around in like those ball pits and things like that. So yeah, that would have been amazing. Yeah. yeah. Look, we are a dominant force. You have enough of those toys to create the video game a sphere. Ball pit made of them. If you I absolutely like could. I have so many. Mini pool. Yep. You could swim in those. You have yep. that many. I might just it'd be like some fucking Scrooge McDuck. Throw it in. <laughs> Scratch me, Doug. his money bin. His money pit. Yeah. You've Brilliant. you've got um you've got your toy pit, a toy bin. I think yeah. it was a bin, a bin, money bin. Anyway, oh Scrooge McDuck. Woo. Okay, just my distractions. I have a confession to make. 
I didn't watch the Broncos game this week in its entirety. Oh, shame on me. You're a but I did. fraud. He's a <laughs> you're phony. Because I was out he's and about doing. Uh, yeah, he's a phony. Bash him. Um, I was out <laughs> doing an activity with my lovely wife. Oh, uh, we actually, thank you. We actually, I did get to see the second half of the game in the car. So made it made it Man, drive i'll back. walk around just watching shit on my phone <laughs> honestly <laughs> well what i was doing i couldn't really, really be watching the game and i didn't think we had the best reception when we were but we were uh watching no we weren't we were watching anything we were making stained glass light catches so like a stained glass window but we're not making a whole window so you oh, just make a sick. little stencil so yeah, we made nice. a light catcher yeah so i made a it's like I, my stencil that i chose was like a cloud with a rainbow coming out of it i thought it might not be too difficult um but it's all difficult <laughs> uh, but it's but it's cool like um you literally like find pieces of glass that you want to use different colors then you cut it you learn how to cut it correctly and you get to grind it to make sure you the shape is exactly matches up how you want it and all it's all nice and neat and um, then you wrap copper tape around each piece and then you solder it together. So we did all of those things and we went home with um, with our finished art piece. Good on you, Jake. Yeah. And good on you for doing new shit. I like that. It was actually really, really fun. I yeah. thoroughly enjoyed awesome. cutting glass and then you, you break it with your hands. Like you cut a little line and then you and then you break it or you get some pliers and you break it. I don't know. It just felt, it, it was kind of cool. I've, I'd say I recommend it. It's one of, it's become, it's a, it's a reco. It's a reco. Yeah. Yeah. It's a reco. Yeah. So yeah, check it out. Check it out. <laughs> Where? Well, go to a class. You find it. <laughs> go figure it out yourself. <laughs> Google it, motherfucker. <laughs> Google it, motherfucker. Um, so on to actual uh reco. So that was heaps of fun, loved it. And I did get to watch the rest of the Broncos game on the drive home. We we're about an hour away and from home. And so you got to watch the rest there. Great to have the win. So I was happy. If we had the loss, maybe it would have been a bit shitty, but um, you know, coming out, come out with the win. Happy days. Recos, you mentioned Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And yeah, it's it was it's good. It's good. It I good. um I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I thought that right at the end, I'm not going to spoil anything, but at the end, I thought it was going to go one way and then it didn't. And uh, it was a uh, pretty, pretty special ending. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> um, Some just pretty brutal. Like the stakes are high. In oh, this mate. Movie. Yeah. It has been right? brutal. It's been emotional. And it's a, it's I a don't journey. Think this is obviously not a spoiler, but it surprised me that so early on, like boom, the movie just starts, and one of the team members is put in jeopardy, and that's what the whole movie is about: trying to um, trying to save them, and then getting a look into their backstory. So, if you've seen a trailer, you know the character we're talking about, but I hate to spoil it for anybody. So, um, so that's yeah. So, but just this movie just kicks off really quickly, doesn't it? It's like yeah. boom, we're into the action, which I, I loved. Yeah, we're going to start to see a few more flow-ons now where movies going to come out onto streaming services because of that hole we had in COVID. You know, there was that always going to be that flow-on effect where movies hadn't come out. So when was it going to be no movies coming out on streaming? And I think we've lived through Mm. that and now we're going to start to see a few more coming out. It's good. I like it. Well, there'll be a a lot. That's right. Well, there'll be a lot coming out that you don't even know about because they can't – 
they can't talk about their movies at the moment because part oh, of the strike right. is they can't advertise their movies. Yeah, right. So there'll be plenty of movies that'll just sneak by and you'd be like, oh, when did this come out? Well, we, it, we couldn't tell boom. you. Sorry. And then, and then boom. <laughs> we couldn't tell you. You got to stay on <laughs> these things. But yeah, Guardian's fantastic. A uh, bit of a trigger warning, I reckon, if you're not into um, maybe little critters getting, um, you know, Oh, yeah. Or taken advantage of. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I guess, you know, you've got to have a good villain. And I think we've got a, we've got a great villain in this yeah, movie. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A villain right. that you really want to see them have horrible things done yeah, to them. So, him um, hopefully that happens yeah. <laughs> for uh, who people who have only watched half of it, Greg. How did you <laughs> exactly. watch only half of that and uh, not, and pry yourself away? It must be pretty we late. Started watching it is a long, really long movie. Yeah. We started watching it really movie. late. And we um we knew it going into it, but we did it anyway. We and did it anyway. Look, I'm not that upset with it, but I am a little upset that you're talking to me about it right now. <laughs> I actually, it's funny because I started watching it really late because I didn't realize it was on, and um and Jackie was out on a on a work night, like a hype night, and so I knew that she was going to be out really late. So I was like, well, maybe I will watch it, and so I did, but I didn't get to watch it all when she came home, and so we watched something else, but it was really late, so we needed to go to bed. But then I was like, oh, I just want to finish the rest of the movie, so. I went to bed at a very silly time that night. <laughs> You're crazy. <laughs> I definitely am. It was nuts. Anyway, um, a quick couple more recos uh, just before we finish up uh, distractions and the podcast. Uh, these are all on Stan. Oh, so I've finally get, yeah, finally getting into Yellowstone. It's actually pretty much succession, Greg, but about cowboys and yeah, this, this first cowboy episode was a slow start. Did you find that? Oh, did, did you? Think? Yeah, we started watch watching yeah. it. Yeah, the it first was, episode um, is like movie length and is very slow. And Greg, I'll tell you right now, the content of that first episode, the pilot episode, if you will, pilot movie length, yeah. is all about um, the cattle and the land. I understand well, that. None, none of the other episodes in season one are about that. It's ridiculous. <laughs> They're right. about completely might, different things. I might jump the show, on through. Uh, yeah, if you're if the next episode you have to watch is episode two, then yeah. I would highly recommend it. it okay. It goes, you actually get to get into some characters and you get to get into the show and it's it's pretty hectic. So, um, I, dig. Yeah. I do recommend uh, Twisted Metal also on stand. We just finished Twisted it. Twisted Metal, saw that, yeah. All episodes out. We've got uh, Anthony Mackie from all the Marvel stuff. Anthony uh, Mackie. Um, Stephanie, oh, I forget her last name, but she obviously plays, um, she's in um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. She plays Rosa. Oh, yeah, brilliant. I like Rosa. Brilliant. Oh, yeah, she's great. She's got a good singing and, voice too. How about that? Oh, well, Fun I fact. Well, she, doesn't, she doesn't sing in this, I don't think, anyway. <laughs> Uh, and also it's got this big, um, I think he's like Joe, the Samoa He's like a wrestler, but he's the body of a character, this big, crazy killing clown called sweet tooth, but will Arnett voices at sweet tooth. So you've got this crazy dynamic with his voice and this big wrestler's That's weird. Okay, cool. It is weird. It is weird. Oh, he wears a mask the whole time too. Anyway, it's based on the um, PlayStation game from back in the day. It's just cars with guns on it, people driving around and surviving. But cars it's actually guns. got a really cool. It's actually got a really great storyline, and the first seasons um, was great. We thoroughly enjoyed watching it. Right. An easy watch, but it is like a very like chill watch. Like you're not going to be like on the edge of your seat, but it's got action and it's got comedy and. 
it's got a little bit of gross stuff, but but really not. Like it's it's not graphic. It's it's, it's fucked up, but it's not graphic. <laughs> All right, I dig. I'm in. I've ticked it. It's I'm good. In. Tick, good. I'm glad I've, I've mate, I only mentioned this. Like you think it's for the listeners, but I'm always here to win your approval. <laughs> <laughs> you have Last it. but not you least. You yeah, have, yeah, you have it. You oh have currently God. one from two. <laughs> I can I I can die happy. <laughs> uh last but not least, Minx. Minx. Uh, it's on Stan. Minx. Yeah, Minx. it's, it's, I don't know it's from a true Stan. story. Yeah, I'm repeating it again. Every time I repeat it, I get a little bit extra money. <laughs> uh, it's got it's got Jake Jake Johnson from New Girl, isn't it? Oh yeah, so if cool. You like, if, you, if you like to see him, in someone things, from New Girl, doing, whoever, what, someone from New Girl, Jake Johnson. What's he his character's me. name? Yeah, thank you, Nick. 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 Oh, I know his name because my name's Jake too. Oh, nice. Sure we look Jake. after each other. I'm write that down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> I've got my name tag. Uh, yeah, Minx is about uh, a female Playboy kind of thing. Like, um, like it's got naked pictures of men in it, but it's like a feminist magazine. I don't know if it was real. I have not bothered to look that up yet to see Me if this either. is based I've on seen a true advertised. story I'm or anything. It's, it's second season. It's actually right? good. Yeah, you know, it's actually good. Okay. Um, I there is there's plenty of penis in it but then Ugh. like there's a there's a oh, yeah but you, Craig you've got a penis right yeah but it gives me a direction <laughs> a direction yeah. there's also there's also naked femmes in it too naked females oh well, that's enough then, I suppose yeah that's enough yeah oh, well actually yeah. The, the the naked as long the as the story's are, good it's really it's really just gonna watch it the, the, the penises are really funny <laughs> no it's it's not that kind of show Okay. The, the story is really is really funny show. The penis stuff is hilarious, and definitely they use prosthetic <laughs> penises for some of the models. And you go that because you see real dick, and you go, oh, real dick. Oh yeah, good on him for being in this show, showing his dick. It's just some, it's just some extra. And then when they have an actual actor in scenes, they always use prosthetic. It's a whole thing. I think you know you. It's I think it's considered you know pornography. I guess if it's not, no, you don't um, show off your real dick. Yeah, exactly. If you're an actual actor and not just that's an extra. right. Yeah, agreed, agreed, agreed. Even if yes. you like it, right? Like even if it's even a good if you thing. like it, yeah. So there's lots of prosthetics. Which keep is the just weird to see them. <laughs> anyway, we digress. This has gone on long enough, I think. But these are all good shows. Definitely check them out. And if you and um, check out Guardians of the Galaxy three on on Disney. Um, they need all the help they can get, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm sure they'll keep on making some good stuff and some bad stuff. It's it's the way it is, right? Not every episode of uh, the Couch Commentator can be as, as amazing as this one. So. <sighs> You're a liar. <laughs> we do bad ones to do, <laughs> nah, or do we? we? Don't. All right, uh, that's distractions done. Let's finish up the show. It's been it's been great. So uh, let's finish it up. <laughs> Well, it's the end of the couch commentator. Now it's time to say see you later. That's right. Now it's time to say see you later. Yeah, oh, come back now, you hear? Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Well, well, well. Mellow yeehaw. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, you found yourself at the end of the episode of the couch commentator. Well done. Moving, you made move, it. Moving. <laughs> move, yeah, you've done it. Well done. You've made it through that last 10 minutes. That was that was quite a chore. Oh, wow. Uh, moving. <laughs> wow. Moving the goalposts. 
was named the episode. Uh, let's let's see what happens with uh, the send offs and the high tackles. Yeah. Let's hope it ends there. Just be balanced, please, referees. Just think about it. Yeah. Does it need yeah. to happen? Mm, exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah, really looking forward to Broncos playing the Eels next week. Let's hope it's another notch in our premiership belt chain. Yeah. Rope. Credentials. Like it. Um, yeah. Can't wait. Looking forward to it. Best of luck to everyone's teams, except if you're the Eels. Except if you're not us. <laughs> except fuck if you're not all, us. Jake, fuck yeah, fuck them all, apparently. <laughs> Greg is going ruthless this Mate, year. Mate, we are out. at the end We're of probably the turning season. into a... <laughs> Turning into it an exclusive is, uh, Broncos chat by next year if we win. No one else would want to listen. Tolerable. <laughs> <laughs> no, All thanks, right. guys. I appreciate no, it. Absolutely. I appreciate it. If you hate me, it's because you hate me. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, thanks for joining me today. Couchies and everyone else <laughs> or who's listening. Um, thank you also <laughs> for joining us. Be sure to check out our Instagram at the couch commentator. Be sure to ring the bell on your uh, Spotify or um, podcast um, app of choice. So you can hear us next week when we bring out our next episode. Can't wait to see you all then. Ta-ta.